I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to the Badass Mother Podcast. I am so excited to be back again this week chatting with you, and this week I have a really fun topic, so I'm excited to dive into it. But before I do that, I've kind of been reflecting on some of my clients and their results. We're coming up on the end of July right now, and I have got some clients who are struggling and feeling like they are not where they want to be, not where they thought they would be right now. And I have other clients who are having their best months ever, their minds are blown, and they're on the top of the world. And I wanted to just kind of reflect on that and reflect on that the fact that this is life, right? Like sometimes we have those moments where we just feel like this is not where I thought I was going to be. This is not where I want to be. What's going on? What's going wrong? And it's all part of the process just as much as those mountaintop moments where you feel like everything's working and you feel amazing and it's all good or great or excellent. So I just wanted to assure you, if you're in one of those times, the low times, that the other times are going to be there too. And you should just keep going, keep working at this, keep doing the work that you know that you need to do to move forward and keep listening to things like this podcast to keep your energy up, keep your feelings up, and keep moving forward because really that is the way, right? Like we can't change from a stuck feeling, from a down feeling. We have to shift the feeling first. So I just wanted to share that reflection that I was having and hope that it gives you a little bit of encouragement. And it's kind of related to today's podcast. So something that I heard from my coach earlier this week is that when you are creating content, a really good question to ask is, what do your clients need to hear from you today? And so I asked myself, what do my clients need to hear from me right now? And I sat down to journal, and the first thing that pops into my head was, you're doing it right. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's the podcast episode. We did it. I have the topic. Amazing. And here I am sitting down to record. So every single one of my clients, no matter if they are having a $200 month or a $20,000 month, which both happened this month for different clients, they all tend to second guess if they're doing it right sometimes. We go on this up and down journey with entrepreneurship and it's not just you know the physical in our business of like clients and that kind of thing, 
it truly is all about the up and down of our emotions, which comes from our thinking and self-doubt. Second-guessing, questioning is something most of us struggle with. I personally have not met anybody who doesn't. Maybe you exist out there. You probably don't listen to this podcast, Um, but good for you if you don't ever question or second-guess or doubt yourself. But for those of you who do, you are in the majority in my life. I know a lot of people like you. I work with a lot of people like you and I am like you. So the first thing that I want you to know is that you're not alone if that happens. Because sometimes you can be doing the work and that work just happens to be planting seeds and What's really frustrating about planting seeds is that there's a lot going on under the dirt that you can't see. And then even after the little baby plant pops out of the dirt, it takes a long time for it to grow big and bear fruit and for those fruits to ripen and mature enough for you to pick them. That is the phase I am currently in with my garden. I've gotten about six or seven tomatoes so far this year and nothing else. I have a lot of zucchini babies who are getting so close. The cucumbers have the blossoms, but no fruits yet. Um, I have two pepper plants that have peppers on them that are still growing to the right size. Our corn, I can see little baby ears of corn that are adorable, but they are not ready to eat yet, much to the chagrin of my eight-year-old who is obsessed with corn for some reason. So just know, like really lean in to this garden analogy that your business is so much like a garden. You may be putting so much into it right now and not seeing the fruits yet. And it's really important to recognize and be able to know when things are still working, even if they are not fruitful and producing yet. The lack of instant gratification can leave us all wondering and unsure. And this is why I love having a garden in 2019, because almost everything else is instant. Literally, you guys, yesterday, my hairbrush broke in the morning. I was on vacation. I came home in the evening, I got on Amazon, I ordered a hairbrush, it was delivered this morning while I was getting ready, like I didn't have to wait to get it, like it came right at the time I wanted to brush my hair. And this is the kind of world we live in where we have less than 24 hour delivery of anything we want. So what I love about the garden is that it still gives me a solid analogy that's relevant to our lives about why instant gratification is not always available to us and doesn't always mean something is not working. So today, I want to share with you how to know if you're doing it right, if you're on the right track, and how to know if you're doing it wrong in your business. And this can be applicable to other areas of life as well. I have a lot of clients who use what they learn from me Same concepts I share on the podcast to lose weight, to date, 
to organize their house and their time and be better parents, all of it. These principles are relevant to so many things. So first, I'm going to share how to know if you're doing it wrong. These are a few little markers that I see. And then I'm going to go in deep on several ways to know that you're doing it right. So the first way, <laughs> how to know if you're doing it wrong, you're doing a lot of research because you think you don't know enough. So I have a client who is in a network marketing company. She, last time we talked, was doing a lot of research, a lot of watching trainings, looking at resources that her company offers to learn how to have sales conversations, to learn how to sign on new clients. And she was really overwhelmed and feeling like she didn't have time to talk to any potential new clients because she had to study all of this and memorize all of this before she could go out there. And I told her that, that was bullshit, <laughs> that she knows enough and Literally, all she needs to do is go out there and talk to people about her business and figure the rest out later. And really deeply, I believe that she knows how to get a yes by just sharing her story and her heart. I believe that she knows how to enroll a client as well without memorizing things that she probably already knows, to be honest. So if you find yourself in this trap, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have where you are spending a lot of time learning and consuming and not doing your business because you don't know enough, you really need to be careful. This always comes back to the reasons. Sometimes legitimately, we want to research, we want to read books, whatever. Think about your reasons. If it's that you don't know enough, if it's that you aren't good enough, all of those things, you are wrong. <laughs> Get out there. The second way you may be doing it wrong is that you're downloading a lot of freebies. So this is very similar to the last one. I don't know enough. I'm doing it wrong. I need to hear from all of the experts how to do it right. And trust me, they are all going to say different things. You're going to become so confused and you are not going to take any action at all. I would rather see you get out there and take really messy action than sit around reading all the freebies in the world. Number three, you are making content that zero eyeballs see. I fell into this trap when I first started my life coaching business. I decided courses were the wave of the future. I had worked in another life coach's business as a coach for a couple of years and done one-on-one -on -one coaching with hundreds of women in that time. And I was pretty solid about the content. I knew what women needed. I knew the same exact things that I talked to every single one of those 200 or however many clients about. And I created courses around those things. And I spent a lot of time, months, creating those courses, creating worksheets, recording audio, all of it, sales pages, everything. And nobody looked at them because that was not where I needed to be spending my time. 
That is not how to grow a business from the ground up. You've got to work on building your client base, building your audience, not just the content. Building the content is not this kind of system where like you build it and like you put it out into the universe and they all come. It doesn't work that way. You have to focus your attention in other areas and I want you to be really conscious when you're spending a lot of time on content Again, about the reasons why and if it is going to be effective. Why am I spending my time on this? What's my intention? And is this the best way to hit that goal? It becomes very different as your business grows, but I know a lot of you out there are like I was, where I didn't have a lot of clients, didn't have you know any clients or just a few clients, didn't have an audience, besides friends and family, which were not my ideal clients at the time. And I was spending so much time on the content and it was because I was hiding out and I was justifying it by saying like, this is what everybody says you should be doing. But I was doing it at the wrong time in my business. Next way, you're following a guru's blueprint and it's feeling wrong in your gut. There's a lot of gurus out there and a lot of them have blueprints for you and you can follow these and they can be great. They can feel totally right to you and they can feel totally wrong. Sometimes you'll read something and it feels unethical. It feels icky. It feels wrong. It just doesn't feel like you and you're trying to force yourself to do it and it's not working. This is why I love working with my clients one-on-one because I don't have a guru blueprint. I draw out from my clients the right way for them and help them do that. And I think that's a very important thing when you're building your business that, sure, you know, I've built my business. I know the things that have worked for me. I can give tips and tricks and that kind of thing. But the real power of what I do is not a blueprint for success. It's helping you find your way that feels right to you in your gut. So pay attention to that. The next way, you can't name the last time you talked to someone new about your business, aka potential customers or clients. You know by now, unless this is your first ever time listening to me and first episode of the podcast that I believe talking to people about what you do is everything in your business. So if you can't remember the last time that you did that, you are doing it wrong. (laughs) You need to get out there and talk to people. And again, this is another one of those things where depending on where you are in your business, you have a different approach. But most people listening to this do not have as many clients as they want to, and they're not sure where the next client's coming from. And if that is you, you need to be getting out there and talking to people. And it can happen online or off, but you need to be telling people about your business. You need to be making offers to help them. You've got to be doing this. The relationships 
the networking, all of it, so crucial at the beginning. Next, you're spending lots of time tweaking your website. (laughs) I am so guilty of this. From when I first started my business, I spent so much time on my website. And at the time, I was like, it is amazing. This is like the best website the world has ever seen. But really, now that I look back and think back on it, I'm like, that was definitely an amateur website. And I spent so much time on it. Step away from the website. When my clients first start working with me, if they have been guilty of website, instead of talking to people, I put the kibosh on websites and we have a no website zone where they're not allowed to work on the website for a certain period of time until they have started to create some momentum in their business. When I shifted my business from life coaching to business coaching, I tested my concept out in the marketplace before I even updated my website. So I had a life coaching website still, but I was just out there networking, meeting people, telling them that I helped people with business and told them how I could help them and I was helpful. Um, I was, you know, answering questions, that kind of thing. And I got hired as a business coach by many clients before I even updated the website to reflect business coaching versus life coaching. So trust me, it can be done. Next, you stay in the comfort zone and avoid stepping out of it. A lot of us can get very confused with our comfort zone and tell ourselves that stepping out of our comfort zone is trying to do something that's not aligned. Like if it's in the comfort zone, then it feels aligned. And so if you're one to use this language of aligned and unaligned, be very conscious about the comfort zone because there's things that are aligned that are outside of the comfort zone and there's things that are unaligned that are inside of the comfort zone. They're not the same thing, but we can easily get them confused in our mind and it can prevent you from actually taking the right actions in your business. Next, You think you're supposed to feel happy all the time. Nope. (laughs) Life is 50-50. Sometimes you feel amazing. Sometimes you don't. And business is the same. Sometimes you feel like crap. Sometimes you feel amazing. And the more you can just allow the feelings without judging them, without trying to fix them, without panicking, you will be on the right path. Last way to know that you're doing it wrong, you think that right now is as good as it's going to get, as far as you're going to go. Basically, you have a fixed mindset. You don't realize that you can grow more. You don't realize that things are going to shift for the better. You think that this is all there is. Okay, let's now talk about how to know you're doing it right. Let's shift to the positive. These are all of the signs that you're doing it right. And if you felt a little called out by some of the doing it wrong, this is your prescription. These are the things to do more of. Number one, leaning into who you really are. I have a client 
who was really resisting how she actually wanted to talk to her audience and her clients. She felt like with her clients, she was totally her unfiltered self, totally felt comfortable being who she was. And with her potential clients, with her audience, with the people in her free community, she felt very like um, censored, like she felt very filtered, like she was holding herself back, like she wasn't being who she really was all the time. And when we discovered this, when she decided to lean into who she really was, even though it was a little bit edgy um, and a little bit like in your face and a lot, it really started to work for her. People became so attracted to it. And I just believe so much that who we really are, no matter what it is, is really magnetic to our audience. One of my coaches has some just like really funny traits. I've told this story a lot that she just has this like goofy laugh. But every time she does her goofy laugh on her podcast, I am all over it. I'm like, she's amazing. I love her. She's so adorable. You know, like you just love everything about that person. And I think it's how attractive it is when somebody just loves and accepts themselves and just puts it all out there. So every time I've had a client who has made that shift, things have changed so much in their business. They have started getting super fans. People start responding to them in such a different way. So if you feel like you are kind of showing up as like who you think you should be or like you're playing a role or like you're watering yourself down, experiment with leaning into who you really are and just showing up as more of that. It takes some time to get used to, for sure. You're going to have to remind yourself. You're going to have to pep talk yourself, but give it a try. The next way to know that you're doing it right, you are showing the fuck up. (laughs) That is the only way I feel like to say it, you guys. But this is not like, yeah, I'm showing up. I have a content calendar and I'm checking all the boxes. That's not showing up. I mean, posting real stuff, showing up as the real you, being present, being intentional, and it doesn't have to happen 24-7. The other day in my Facebook group, somebody was asking me how I'm so present and engaged on social media and still have time for my family, like my kids and my husband, and I showed it to my husband and he laughed, (laughs) but... I think what's really important about this is that not only do I have help, yes, totally, um, but I squeeze my social media time into little slivers throughout the day. So it seems like I'm on all day. I'm on for like 10 minutes lots of times throughout the day, not for like 12 hours straight. And I am also very mentally present and engaged in the times where I am. So like I really consider my comment on somebody's post or my response to somebody, I consider it as if I were talking to them in person. Like I'm that present. I'm that focused. I'm not trying to do like 25 different things. If I'm on social media, I am not also like cooking dinner for my kids and watching a show. You know, like I'm 
present intentionally for that time and giving thoughtful responses. And I think that that really makes a difference that I'm all in when I'm showing up. And I'm not just showing up when I feel like it. And I feel like that's another part of this too, that so many of us, I think, just feel like, well, I'll just do my business when I feel like it. And that's truly not how you build to a significant business, right? Like it doesn't take just showing up when you feel like it. It takes showing up even when you don't feel like it and then creating the feelings that you need to have in that moment. Third way to know you're doing it right, you are uncomfortable a significant amount of the time. (laughs) I am uncomfortable so much in my business. It pushes me to grow. It pushes me to mature. So many things have changed about me and my personality because of my business. And it's been for the better. Like I think a lot of times we're afraid like we're going to change into like somebody different that we don't like. That's not fun. That doesn't have fun. Like totally not true at all. But you are growing. You are learning. You are getting better in so many ways. You're dropping a lot of the BS that you've been carrying about yourself. And that's uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. So if you are doing it right in your business, you're growing and you're uncomfortable a lot of the time. Fourth thing, sometimes you're afraid. This really goes hand in hand with the uncomfortable, but growing a business has risk in it. Like there's just risks you're going to take. Like I just signed up for a mastermind. I guess it's been a couple months since I officially signed up, but it's starting in a couple of weeks and she did not accept payment plans and she had an application process where I basically had to audition in front of everybody else who applied and I also had to pay $10,000 in full. Yeah, that was not comfortable and that was scary, right? And what I had to decide was that it was on me to make sure that it was going to work, that I was committed to getting everything that I needed from that program, that I was committed to getting the results that I wanted to get, and that I was not going to accept anything else other than that. And that made the investment a little bit easier, but still it's a leap of faith, right? Like a leap of faith in her, a leap of faith in me, all of it. The fifth, fifth, right? (laughs) I don't have them numbered. (laughs) Maybe I should. And I'm just counting. The fifth way to know that you're doing it right You have a growth mindset. So this is the flip side of the one where you think right now is as good as it gets and as far as you'll go, right? Growth mindset understands that you are always gaining new skills. You're always growing, changing, developing, becoming better. If you're working at that, of course, like that doesn't happen from the couch. But if you are working at growing, you will. Your skills can improve. Your knowledge can improve. You can improve. So with the growth mindset, sometimes you have this moment where you realize how much you still want to grow and you feel 
totally overwhelmed. This has happened to me and this has happened to a lot of my clients. So I just want to point out with growth mindset that there can be this panic moment where you realize that Mount Everest is in front of you and you have to climb it. This awareness is good, but don't let it stop you from overwhelm. Realize that it's still step by step, that you don't have to climb the whole mountain to make money in your business. You don't have to climb the whole mountain to hit your goals. The step by step that you take is going to have a compound effect and you're going to kind of snowball in the effort. So it feels like a daunting task at first. And then as you keep going, it just naturally occurs. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of hope if you're in the place where you've just spotted Mount Everest of personal development on your horizon. You can do this one step at a time. Final way to know that you're doing it right, you're talking to a lot of people. And I don't care if you're an introvert, truly. And I know that probably sounds really mean coming from me because I'm an extrovert, but both of my my coaches are introverts (laughs) and they make more than me. They are both millionaires and they are introverts and they got there by talking to a lot of people. So I know that you can too, no matter what story you're telling yourself, there's a lot of ways to talk to a lot of people and I am 100% confident that you can find the right one for you. That is part of the work that I do with my clients. I help them figure out how do we work with your personality instead of forcing something that doesn't work. So if you are interested in taking this work deeper, if you're interested in getting help with these areas, this is literally what I do with all of my clients. And I would love to chat with you and see if it's a fit help you figure out where you're doing it right, where you're not doing it right. I have a lot of these conversations every month with brand new friends, so I would love to have you be one. If you are interested in that, you just need to go to bit.ly slash call Samantha, B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-A-L-L-S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. On this call, we will get to know each other. We will talk all about your goals, life, and business. We will figure out why you don't have the results that you have that you want to have yet. We will figure out where you're stuck, what's going wrong. It's going to be so valuable to you, and you'll have the opportunity to hear more about working with me if that is something that you are interested in. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O 
www.thepurposeofthesoul.com. 